Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have a very interesting guy. He's Brian. He's, um, well, actually I'm taking him to the station now, but he used to be having an event company, I believe. No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to let Brian introduce himself yeah. properly, and then we'll take it from there. So, Brian, nice to have you here today. Oh, great. Thanks. Uh, no, I used to be director of the Edinburgh International Festival. Okay. So, Brian, before we go into that, yeah. what kind of person were you when you was in school? What kind of personality? At school? Yeah, at school. Oh, my goodness. Um, I think I was pretty retiring. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to keep my head down. Okay. Um, and never studied enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, how did you... Um, where did your love of music come into that you um, got the position that you were in? That you well, were in? Uh, it was while I was at school, and uh, it was a boarding school. And on Saturday nights, that was the one time in the week when we were free to do anything we wanted. I turned on the radio, and there was a program on the radio. Um, it was a popular variety show, um, but the lead comic who ran the show had been a player in the Vienna Philharmonic and had to get out of Austria in 1939, the start of the war. And he came to Britain and became a comic in Music Hall. Um, But of course he was passionate about classical music and in this programme he had bits of opera. And that night there was a performance of an aria from Madame Butterfly uh, one fine day, and something clicked. I just thought it was the most wonderful thing I'd ever heard. And so I started listening to as much music as I could um, and spent all my time in concert halls, theatres, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied to be a lawyer because my mother... I. My father was killed before I was born, but my mother wanted me to have some sort of security. It took me rather a long time to pass the exams, but um, eventually I did. And then she said, okay, you can do what you want, which I did, and I was lucky. So you had to get the security of a career in? That's what she said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, do you play any instruments? Nope. No, I used to answer that question by saying I played the gramophone. (laughs) Okay. So you've been in this industry a while, some time. How how long was you in the industry for? Oh, I don't know, a lifetime. A lifetime? Yep. Okay. And it was very successful. So what what would you say you learned that you wish you knew when you started? Um, Well, I'm not sure, but the most important thing... I mean, what I learned was, I think, rather sad. I mean, I, you see, to me, classical music is something 
so fantastic that everybody should enjoy it mm -hmm. and share it. And I tried that. I put on concerts in Edinburgh for five pounds, the greatest artists in the world. Uh, you could just turn up, uh, take a risk. Um, but I don't, I think probably classical music's less popular now than it was when I uh, started out in the business. So my attitude is that um, those of us of my generation who worked in the arts, we failed. Can I, I want to counter that. I don't agree with that wholeheartedly. And the reason why I say this is because classical music is in many films. Yes, and advertisements too. Yes. Yeah. And people love films, and they may not recognise at first that they like that film or that moment because of the classical music. Yeah. But it does play. Sure. But we should have. Part. We should somehow. Um, and God, I tried. Um, we should have found a way of taking them further into it, so that they got really hooked. I would have said that's going to be very hard. It, of course, because it is practically impossible because classical music yeah. is always seen as a class thing. Oh, the majority well. of the people are working class, so they're not. It's not going to be something they're interested in. No, no, but I mean? look, I told you, I just heard a bit of music. Okay, I was brought up on a council estate, you know. Okay. Uh, so I, I never really accepted the class thing. Um, okay. And actually, in those days, it wasn't a class thing. You know, when Pavarotti's Agnes and Dorma are at a football match, everybody realised it's one of the great tunes. Yes, they may like it, but there's also new music always coming out. Oh, yes, yeah, sure. So no, of course. The of new course. generations are always going to... It's like what my son listens to. Yeah. It's not what I listen to. No, of course. Of yeah. course. And obviously classical music goes but back. How, how old is classical music? Oh my God, uh, uh, 17th century, so uh, what's that, quite a long time. Um, yes, look, I, I just would love your son to widen his experience and, 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 and knowledge and enjoyment and whatever um, by discovering classical music. I think I, I still have the innate belief that in the future, given we've now got all the new tools we have, um, young people will suddenly discover classical music and realise that there's something so extraordinary, so phenomenal there that is unknown. And that's an exciting prospect. Okay. Well, it's been a good interview. The last question I ask is, what's the impact you want to have on the world? Oh, I don't think I've had any. <laughs> and it's a bit late to do much about it. <laughs> Well, I believe you have, because you've been promoting your music. And you still well, have a love look, for it. we did some amazing performances mm -hmm. uh, in in my various jobs, actually, uh, and hopefully, they worked on some people and influenced things, and you know, whatever, in a tiny way. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. All right. And much appreciated, and we wish you well. We hope you liked that interview. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to get the latest daily episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economy and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? 
Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.